0: I just realized this is about to become a story, sorry. I wish that, um I liked beer. I just really do. Because when, because they were, you know, drinking a uh, Christian Slater. Is that his name? Yes. That's on Mr. Robot? I just had a moment where I was like, mm. um I was drinking a beer. And it looked so refreshing and he looks just so cool about it. like yeah he's just drinking a beer and I was like man I wish that I had that same f- I mean I'm sure he's drinking like a cream soda or whatever they usually fake it with um, but I was like man I wish I had that same exact reaction when I drink a beer I look like I'm literally drinking pee <laughs> <laughs> oh, my body. My
1: my buddy,
0: my
1: buddy, Hello, and welcome to the Girls Who Came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners, Erin and Leslie, watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie.
0: I'm Erin. Uh, this week, we have some kind of exciting little. I don't know, they're not even humble brags, but just like thank yous to people who are nice to us. Everyone, people are really nice via a lot of social media, but we got a sweet review on um, iTunes from Dorito Phoenix. It was our first review and it was so sweet. Mm-hmm. And I posted it on places so people, oh, I didn't put it on Facebook, but uh, places so people could see and read it because we were very touched. Yeah. Um, and we also got a really sweet uh, message from spoiltheprincess.com right isn't yeah, it, was that on I twitter think, uh yeah i think so yeah that was an actual message so i responded oh yeah 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 that was one that <laughs> i was trying to be southern in my response um so thank you guys for your reaching out and being nice to us and it's very very sweet we also have some fun stuff going on for the 30th anniversary leslie what's going on
1: happy anniversary Aaron! <laughs> Wait, it's not ours. <laughs> <laughs> happy, but happy designing women sister. anniversary <laughs> to yeah.
0: everyone! Everyone.
1: Um, so to celebrate the um anniversary of the first episode of Designing Women, this well, when, by the time you guys hear this, this day in nineteen eighty-six, um, we're hosting a giveaway. And uh, so, first of all, what we're giving away are we have three prizes. So, two of them are shirts. The first one you have seen us in, if you follow us on social media at all, it's the, hang on, I'm going to look down and read it, Suzanne and Julia and Mary Jo and Charlene shirt. It's the one we wear. Yeah. So we're going to give away one of those. And also we have designed one of our own.
0: You have designed. Give yourself these i designed
1: I did nothing. um want a shirt of our own um that we're going to give away and also if you have an inkling you want to buy it you can also purchase that um, it's available
0: to purchase
1: yeah so there'll be a link um obviously for the giveaway but also in case you want to buy the shirt because once i post it which by the time you hear this will be on thursday um there it, it's on sale basically from the website for 72 hours so it'll be cheaper and hmm. then the third thing we're giving away is uh, a DVD, which is 20 timeless classics of designing women. And there'll be a link to that as well. So you can check out the listing on Amazon and everything. And it's just a collection of random, really awesome episodes uh, from the first five seasons.
0: But Leslie, how do people win? So we are
1: using Rafflecopter, which a lot of the, I enter a lot of giveaways on blogs. Uh, a lot of blogs use it. Hmm. And mm-hmm. uh, so you'll get a free entry. And all you have to do to get the free entry in the box is tell us uh, who your favorite sugar baker lady or gentleman is, and then there'll be other ways to enter. So like once you answer that, the, a bunch of others will pop up and be like, you know, like us on Twitter, retweet this tweet, or find us on Tumblr, you know, whatever. There'll be plenty mm-hmm. of ways to win. Um, and so we w- that will be up tomorrow, which is Thursday, September 29th. And uh-huh. it will run until um, next Wednesday. So like uh-huh. next Wednesday at noon, because we tape on Wednesday night. So we want to be able to announce the winners when we tape next Wednesday. Yeah. And then uh, you guys will have until the following Wednesday, the winners will email you and all that good stuff, too. But you'll have until that Wednesday to let us know um, your like contact information, basically just confirming that you know you won and you want us to send it here. And Mm -hmm. then if we haven't heard back from everyone, we will do it again um, for whatever prizes remain. Wash, rinse, repeat. till these prizes (laughs) are on their way to your faces. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's about it. If you have any questions, I mean, it'll all be in the post too, like all written out and stuff. Um, But if you have any questions, you can email us or give us a shout out on social media and all that stuff.
0: And we're going to be putting it We're going to put the link, let's see what on Podbean, right? Like I want people to know how to get to the links Mm -hmm. and then I'll put it, make sure it's on Facebook and Twitter, uh, maybe in our bio on Instagram. You'll put it on Tumblr. How else do people need to get things? I think that's... I think that's it covering it yeah. and then you're like also just like ah, i can't then send us an email and we'll just send you the link yeah and you're just like no i don't do any of these things yeah i don't go to any internet i'm like well okay <laughs> <And> <laughs> you'll, you i e-mails. want everyone to get a chance
1: yeah yeah mm-hmm. so but it's a little widget that we'll just put in the in the show notes so yeah that's how it works
0: cool Yeah. um yeah do you have a sugar baker moment this week
1: I do actually. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, this moment is it also. But every over week, the weekend, I got to see Gloria Steinem speak to a sold-out oh, yeah, house, and it was amazing. She is Ooh. just so so smart, like so humble. She's learned so much in
0: all of. What'd she travels. talk about?
1: Um, well, she she talked about her book a little bit, uh, which is uh-huh. her newest book, My Life on the Road. Uh, side note, if you haven't read it and would like to read it, may I recommend the audio version read by the amazing Deborah Winger?
0: Um, Ugh, I want to read it so and I want to listen to it so bad. I didn't is, realize that. She, yeah, I think you told me and I forgot when you're listening to it. And I was like, man, that voice. Oh, she's got that perfect rasp.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm, that remains sorry. my favorite version. But now I have uh, uh-huh. an autographed copy. Thanks to but yeah she uh she talked about her travels and you know she talked about uh feminism and obviously there was some political talk because of the the climate right now um but it was really it was really awesome to be it was sold out um in a that big a space like full of women who were ready to support each other and discuss different things because like so much in just our normal lives um people encourage women to compete with one another and like yeah. tear, tear each other down. And it's not about yep. tearing each other down to get ahead. It's about building each other up and mm-hmm. helping each other. And there were a lot of, mm-hmm. um, was that Meredith? So there were a lot of Meredith students there. I
0: was going to say, we should point out. It was at like a women's mm-hmm. college, a women's liberal arts college.
1: Yeah. And that was really significant too. Um, because they had a lot of the Meredith students who got a chance to meet with her beforehand in like a very small group and so they were all there and um it was very uh represented group of women like diverse women um Mm -hmm. and so she actually told them before during the question and answer period if they were in organizations and they had events coming up or anything like that like feel free to you know like not ask a question just be like hey guys you know we're having this or this event on this day at this time in this place you know check it out Uh And Uh so uh, several of the young women in the cool, like, um, feminist organizations around campus did that.
0: Uh Oh, man, that's great.
1: She she talked for about an hour. I would also like to shout out to the moderator, Erin Dale Uh Bird of Blueprint Uh NC, which is a network of 41 nonprofit, nonpartisan organizations working together across uh, racial lines to advance equality and social justice in North Carolina and she was amazing like i'm like where can i go here just like you speak next um she was awesome um so yeah there was they they talked for about an hour uh, back and forth with questions and then um they took questions from the audience for about an hour they answered every question of people who stood up like they didn't make anybody sit down so uh
0: huh uh huh um,
1: so it went a little bit over but it was i mean none of us wanted to leave so it was fine <laughs> that's amazing yeah. It
0: was great.
1: And I think, too, um, for me anyway, like the most, I mean, she said so many, so many things, so many wonderful Mm -hmm. things. But the most, uh, one of the most important things that I took away from it is, you know, people asked her about, like, um, you know, what she learned and how she learned and how she did all these things and um, different things about, you know, especially with the Black Lives Matter movement and Mm -hmm. uh, people being taken out of the narrative she spoke about how it's so important for people without power to talk more and people with uh-huh. power to listen more.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah. that was, that was really good. And two, she spoke a lot about how, you know, she, it's never, it was never like she did alone or it was the white women's feminist movement. Like, no, black women started no. feminism. And she spoke about all of the the women of color who helped her along the way and, you know, worked hand in hand with her and how she wanted to make sure that to do everything possible for women, especially women of color, to put themselves back in the narrative. And yeah, whatever we could to make that happen, you know, like, don't read, don't read whitewashed academic stuff. Don't read people who only talk about, oh, well, the white people did this and the white people did that, like. Promote and seek out different things where people are putting themselves back in the narrative because they were there. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry. Man. That was a little long, but it was awesome. No,
0: I think it's fantastic. And I, as you're speaking, I, I forgot that uh, one of my professors that I took a class with last year uh, has worked with Gloria Steinem. I was going to say Gloria is a wrong first name, basically. Gloria Steinem because um, uh, she's working to bring together she wants to bring together North and South Korea is what this professor does and they did a project years ago but then like she loves to name drop <laughs> Gloria Steinem like every time that she can Aww. like she find ways she, There was one time even where she, I mean I think I've heard her say Gloria Steinem's name like at least a dozen times if not more but I remember one time we kind of like bumped into her uh, and she was, like, in a rush to, like, get a taxi. She was, like, I'm on my way to Gloria Steinem's, like, birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> I just never thought about. Uh, it's actually, like, a joke now that <laughs> she just, like, drops her name so often that um, uh, I forgot that she has a different connotation for me because of this, uh, my own personal mm-hmm. experience of someone talking about her so much. Aww. So that is me that uh, to bring her up again.
1: Yeah. it she was-, was just
0: very important figure. Sorry, what were you yeah.
1: to say? No, I was just going to say that. Um, and I like I don't as as a woman, a white woman of privilege, I don't think about yeah. that as much. And um, of course, the conversations and the questions and the answers and everything resonated with me for long after I left. And I've been watching the CNN series, The Seventies.
0: Oh I'm yeah, yeah. finished
1: the Sixties, so now on the Seventies. Yeah, (laughs) Um, And there was an episode about um, feminism and then like the sexual revolution and everything else. And I noticed halfway through the episode, there were no women of color talking about no one talking about it. All of the footage like you would see maybe a woman of color like in a march or something. But she was never speaking. They never all of the experts they had talking about it. And people who were in books and people who were there. All white. And I was like, "This is this is yeah, not okay." It's to
0: be heard for centuries, you know. Come yeah. on,
1: like stop. Yeah, CNN. Yeah, calling you out. Get your life. Yeah. Anyway, and it may be in
0: a oh, way. Is is that from the footage, or is it from people that that are talking now?
1: Both. So, like, they oh, um, they'll so show. Yes, because yeah, so I was like, just it's one thing, world. if
0: it's like that's what they're just showing the old footage, and they never interviewed people, but if it's people that could be interviewed now, I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I know like some some of the people have passed and things, but there, there are plenty of there's some black people, people that are alive In yeah, and in, no, I'm but like pretty some, sure, no, absolutely. Um, there's but, some Asian people, and there are people who study this. There are academics, yeah. Who oh, are of color. oh, yeah. Like it's it cannot oh, be on. hard to yeah. diversify your your interview yeah. pool a little bit.
0: Yeah. So it anyway. reminds me, we need to talk about our reboot. We do. Sure, I share my quick. I was going to say,
1: what, what was your baker
0: moment? I was going to jump right into the reboot because that's uh, connects to mine. Okay. But my quick sugar baker moment, I will not. I will not pull me and give too much information. But uh, it was actually from you. Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday, waiting on a bus to go to my uh, internship. I have an internship at the hospital. We don't. I mean, we kind of share information on this podcast about our lives. I don't know where the line is. Kind of interesting, because I guess we never really expected anyone that we don't know to listen. (laughs) But that's okay. Um, Yeah, I have an internship at a hospital until December. It's pretty rough so far. Um, Yeah, it's been pretty rough. And I and it's kind of hitting me now, for some reason. I don't know why. But today was like, I wasn't there and I was having echoes of like, this is tough. And I have my um, reflection class tomorrow. So I'll kind of talk to my fellow students or interns and, um, prof- uh, teacher and all that stuff. <laughs> students and professors, what I want to say there. Uh, but yesterday it was funny cause I didn't know I needed it, but your text, which I will not quote cause it's private, but, <laughs> uh, cause I never keep anything private, but I feel like it for once about, um, uh me and our relationship and all that stuff was pretty amazing i mean you're pretty um you're very encouraging and supporting and affectionate friend in general to like pretty ridiculous levels but <laughs> that's kind of the norm you get used to it you know i think it's the same with me that i uh, will be a uh, you and uh Jules, I think, are the two that just like, I get so crazy affectionate and just are too silly. Uh, It becomes like hyperbole almost, you know, that it it, it kind of got me out. Can I still, apparently I'm not that affectionate a person. Like I am, but I am learning this about myself. That's like, I'm, I am actually quite guarded. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, so you're a text to me about uh me basically being a good person and how knowing me has affected you uh, really sunk in so that uh, I was able to get through a tough day where um, a lot of people didn't want to, I had a lot of um, closed doors <laughs> mentally mm-hmm. yesterday. Um, I guess I should say like I'm, I'm on track to be certified as a chaplain. And uh, so I, the hardest part of that for me is going into somebody's hospital room, not knowing necessarily what to expect. I can read the notes about what's happened with somebody, but you never know what, uh, I was going to say mood or, you know, what state someone's in. Right. And uh, I'm not myself religious, but there's some people who automatically understanding that I'm a chaplain, they're going to hate me. You
1: know, <laughs> you they, know? they're they going to like, no part of, of that.
0: Yeah, which happened a lot yesterday, especially because the uh, chaplain has a Christian connotation, and I'm at a, a historically Jewish hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, but but a lot – and so there are going to be a lot of people who just, like, no, get – that literally told me, like, no, go get me a rabbi. Also, if I'm, like, a woman, that comes up. That's a problem for some people mm-hmm. in certain religions. And um, but that's not – well, I'm not saying that I was having problem with Jewish people yesterday. But I had to understand why some people automatically – saying no, and it was that right. they want rabbi or that they didn't want woman or that they weren't religious or, and the funniest thing is like, obviously if they talk to me, I am pleasant to talk. I'm kind of annoying on this podcast, but I'm pleasant okay. to talk to.
1: You're pleasant <laughs> all the time.
0: I'm a little, it's more, I'm a little bit more of a character on here, but like I'm a, I can be have a very subdued, you know, listening thing. It's a skill oh, yeah. I have going into this, Super you know. But that's the thing; is it's kind of I'm I'm grappling with this like not approachableness because of the right. fact that I'm coming in uh, with this kind of flag that I'm waving because you have because people are like and also in hospitals people are used to being like bombarded pretty constantly yeah. you know either they have tubes and machines you know connected to them or people come in at all hours of the night and take their vitals or they jab them with needles and IVs and make mm-hmm. them take pills and there's so many there's so little autonomy in hospitals and which is why I'm working there to help provide a sense of support for people emotionally potentially spiritually if that's what they want um and I'm just learning how to do it right now is what I did. This, this yeah. is the hard part where it's like, I don't know. And it was funny cause they were saying, have you ever acted? And I was like, actually I used to do like improv and I did a lot of acting in high school. And they're like, well, that's what you kind of have to do. You have to pretend like you're going on a stage embracing yourself, especially improv helps. Cause you never know what like, um, uh, suggestions people are going to give you to build something off of, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what they were telling me to do, but it's rough. So I didn't think about how rough yesterday was. Um, and it wasn't even the day I, you know, prayed with a dying man or anything. It was, there was nothing too dramatic that happened. It was just people kind of closing the mental doors against me all afternoon. You know, I talked to like two out of six people, uh, in a, in a few hours. Cause it takes you a while to kind of walk around and talk to people. And, um, so not just, like, your text kind of probably helped me get through the day and be like, I am, like, a good person, even though my supervisor says, don't take this personally, it's not you. Oh, but it's so that It kind girl. of is, you know, there's some yeah. people that, like, uh, like uh, this is kind of personal, but I noticed myself going to the people who were charted as being, like, morbidly obese, mm-hmm. because I thought maybe as an also large person, I could be potentially welcomed right you know because uh, people were there for like weight loss surgery and stuff and i was like well there's potential that that was why they were there and or for things that were reaction to um uh having uh, being overweight in some way or another and i remember going i went there because i was be like, me. <laughs> me being larger i'll be slightly accepted by people even though i'm whatever, I don't know. so weird that things that come into your brain and I'm just in the beginning so I'll get through it but I think that plus all the ridiculous gifts that you sent me <laughs> when my phone was <laughs> put away memes and gifts like all day she sent me I don't know like probably a dozen things right I think so it was, it was more than that even I don't know maybe like 20
1: I don't know it was just um, something about you're like I you're, you're gonna be in my locker today and I was like okay me and your locker
0: are gonna have fun oh today like I tell you yeah, I tell her when I'm like you're just gonna be in my pocket like I can talk to um because we talk all day excuse me um and uh I was trying to keep my phone like away because I will lose a lot of battery and talking to people in the, the day and also I try to be involved now I'm gonna have to have my phone with me because that's how people contact me uh so that was funny I don't know that got long I thought it was gonna be short and sweet and I was gonna just be like yeah Leslie's nice to me and that's my shirt in moment but I guess I have to, I guess it's been on my mind. This is what our, our sugar baker moments become kind of like therapy sessions for me. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I'm teasing. Like sometimes it's just talking about good things. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about sweet. your ideas for the like, people? What? Well, no, your face is sweet. Your that's face. The... Uh, I will point out. Okay. Oh, hang on. That came long. I'm sorry, guys. Um, if they've listened this far, though, they know that I just talk and I'm pretty open about my feelings and life stories and whatever. Uh, we did get. A, oh gosh, it's been like two weeks now. Whoops. Well, no, maybe week and a half. We got a question on Twitter from that amazing twit Greg Smith uh, asking about ID. Well, I think I go through every now and then, and I'm like, I look at when people kind of creepy, maybe doing it. I, when people use the hashtag design women mm-hmm. and I, I retweet stuff. Or, yeah, okay, I was like, I'll retweet stuff, or I'll like stuff, or and sometimes I'll like people if I think that they like us. So I don't really do that thing. There are a lot of people who follow me on my uh, just to get get me to follow them, and then they unfollow and me. They like that is not. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, girl, I hate that shit. Like I've gotten like twenty recently, and I'm like, okay, I'll just wait. <laughs> for you guys to unfollow me because I'm not going to follow them just so they can unfollow me. That drives me nuts. It's so funny. A lot of people that will um, follow from Toronto and LA are like the most common that will happen. And then there'll be some randoms from other places. And every now and then if I follow, they thank me and it's like cute. And it's usually, those are usually musicians that do that. And it'll be like musicians from like Texas, or Tennessee or something or uh, Virginia and interesting <laughs> like places of musicians. Anyway, so that's not what I'm doing. If people have come across this through that, I'm really looking to connect with people who might be interested in um, our podcast, but also sharing stuff that is interesting. So like just like this um question from that tweet and then um nick caggiano if i'm going to make it sound quite italian uh was also really fun talking back and forth about the 30th anniversary and he said i missed uh something there's some time where he's yeah on the 19th he was saying that he is making up a cocktail Ooh. A recipe He used to be a bartender Cool. And I totally missed it. I just saw it today and I'm like, Oh, I want to like, so I asked like what his um thing is. But the point being, I'm like looking to like connect with people, not uh, being annoying. What the hell is my point? Oh, Nick, right. Oh, not Nick. Sorry. um, uh, Greg this is about our reboot. And like, I responded that we had already picked people we wanted to be in it. Uh, and then, um, which I will pull up also to reread. But while I'm doing that, why don't you share what your ideas were for Okay. What well, he just? oh, I should write that he said, um, uh, uh a pitch where would it live for our reboot of um, sugar? I'm sorry, <laughs> sugar, <Girls. laughs> that's, us. that's us, um, uh, uh, designing women. Um,
1: so my pitch is, um, it's, it's basically the same type of thing, but it's more like an online designing firm. So they would do like web design, social media management, SEO optimization, like all of that stuff that basically drives.
0: Um, to I don't even know any of this. <laughs> that
1: dri- drives people to your website, drives people to your social media, makes um, people online aware of who you are. Um, and so they're we need them. that. Hmm?
0: We need that. Yeah, like, we
1: need. We do. We, we would be able to hire them for the podcast. Yeah. Um. So that would be like the, the pitch. And I'd still, I kept my setting in Atlanta mainly because I feel like there, I don't, I, well, I can't really say this like firmly cause I don't watch a lot of TV, but I still feel like there aren't enough shows about the South and uh, today, like in yeah. modern day.
0: That takes it seriously. Like it's not the yeah. biggest part. It's just like being in the South, right. You know, when things happen.
1: And they're, like, I mean, they're obviously a hotbed of issues all over the country. If you turn on the news, like, people are very polarized, and for some reason, a lot of people feel like they can um, share their hatred with others, and that's happening all over the country. But the South is notorious for it, and the South is notorious for being, like, behind the times. Like, seriously, I read our local news, and I'm like, what year is this? Um So it seems like that would provide ample opportunity to kind of tackle issues that they did tackle on Designing Women, but that still plague us today, like race relations. Uh, I mean, just like this week, look at Charlotte Um, and things like LGBTQIA rights, gender politics, education, like so many things that we didn't think we'd still have to be arguing about today. Um, I feel like you, you, you put it in the South and you turn the heat up, basically. So I
0: feel like it would... It's a yeah.
1: good
0: place. How about yeah. You? What do you think? Do you, your sound is being, weird, by the way, you hear that?
1: Oh no. I
0: don't know if it's just me.
1: I don't. know. Okay. I, I just
0: wanted to point out some, that. I,
1: yeah. Sometimes yours is eesh. too. But then when, like, sometimes okay. it does that, and when I go back and do the, um, it's the edit, it's like it's recording yeah. it, but you and I have blips, and I uh, hope that's what's happening.
0: Okay. All right. Well, hopefully, that's apologize. Anyone who's hearing that, if they're hearing it, it's just the, because we Skype each other. <laughs> it's not how we record We're these, on Skype. <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah. So maybe Skype is just goofy. Sometimes we have to talk to each other with the internet. Do you want me to read who you had just to re- remind people?
1: Yes, please, because I Cause couldn't I haven't find that document. Thank you.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, I actually went to our Podbean website to do it. Just like scroll oh, down <laughs> you're <so laughs> while smart. you're talking. Like, I can't. I won't be able to find. It it. Well, you're the one who does the show notes and makes them amazing, and you can find stuff. So it's like, yeah. Okay. put For Julia, Viola Davis. For Mary Jo, Aubrey, uh, Aubrey Plaza. For Charlene, uh, Tatiana Maslany. Uh, which means that we'll get some Emmys, right? Uh, yes, seven. Minimum of <laughs> for seven. Suzanne, seven. 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 <laughs> but we'll let her play character this time. Yeah. Um, uh, for Suzanne, Washington. <laughs> for Anthony, it just uh, I just forgot that you put that. I put, uh, for Julia, Margaret Cho, for Suzanne, Retta, for Charlene, Kate McKinnon, for, oh, which means we also get an Emmy, uh, because <laughs> Kate just got one, uh, for Mary Jo Robinson, yes, Phoebe. and for, the thieves, thieves, uh, for Anthony, Paul Rudd, which is goofy, but whatever. Uh, so I, I am, <laughs> I was, <laughs> to Leslie that I'm not a creative person before this when people um always ask about like you know I don't know like like changing things making things that's just not how my brain works I think I'm a lot more of a type a personality than I ever realized and grad school is me realize. It. <laughs> <laughs> it just, what just has nothing to do about like it has nothing to do with type A's can like this kind of stuff but I think what it is to me is it's like off of the norm or off of the um, the way things are set up, you know, it's like deviating from a system. And that might be why I'm like, I don't know. It just kind of like my little brain messed up, which is serious because I have an art degree. But um, yeah, when people like uh, uh, try to, hi baby, it's jumping at me, she may bark in a second. Um, uh, when people ask really amazing questions, my brain doesn't work that way. So it's a struggle. So I want to keep it in Atlanta. Also, as Lizzie was, I thought about my runner-up was going to be Charlotte, potentially, maybe because it's on my brain. And um, I think I actually I want. Hang on. I want to keep it this?
1: You want to do what? Sorry, it cut out for a minute.
0: Change. I don't know. The only change I'd maybe make is um either uh, interior design. The only other one I would do maybe is there like a. um Uh, fashion design firm that would be my other that would be my potential change but i like that like speaking of like diversity that we have well you have a lot of different people too but that i have a lot of different people and i think that's an interesting in and of itself Mm -hmm. and that it's you know going to be in atlanta in the south and i'm sure things will come up Mm -hmm. uh there'll be people of Different ethnicities and races and sexualities and gender identities and all that stuff. And so, I think that'll make it interesting. Cool. Thanks for the We're question. Getting, we have a big old long week. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. we being able to, <laughs> even though I complain about poop, uh, we love being able to think about this stuff. You I know, know? It's fun. It's interesting. It makes it really fun, yeah. especially to. I mean, I know I, I literally just complained about it, but she's because I ran Think this way, but I like when I like when other people can do it. You know. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Like uh, that's a good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: So you said um. No, I was just gonna say before we jump into the episode, we forgot to do the holiday. Okay. So. uh um, oh! Yeah. It's okay. No. Oh! This is this is the yeah, anniversary we have episode. So just talk about this. Awesome it's episode. A yeah. Very yeah, special yeah. episode of Sugar Breaker Girls. Um.
0: <laughs> Don't. I was about to take. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> who was it i think it was uh, a somebody it may have been malaney was just talking about i was doing so many comedy specials on netflix because it's laughing is good and someone was talking about how they had like how pot used to be like yep. the, the very special episode of what like it'd be like saved by the bell and there'd be world. like normal like like yeah, a different world. Like it'd be everything would be normal until like someone like handed a cigarette that didn't look like a cigarette and it would like <laughs> pause, you know, and there'd be like music and it cut to commercial break and then you just knew the very special episode was coming. <laughs> 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 and they don't do it the same way anymore. Um, no. okay. Although Blackish did, kind of. Like oh, they had yeah. so yeah, that was kinda of, like very special but the way they do it It was really good. So, um okay, so
1: De- Holidays. Yeah, we decided on uh, Read a Child a Book You Like Day, and then we book. could each share which book we would read a yes. child. Yes. What would you read a child? Um, I would read a child the book that I bought my niece for Christmas last year, which is um, Forever Young. It's. I was gonna say, go to fucking sleep.
0: Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> she needs that one. <laughs> she needs that one. Oh man. Okay, sorry. Okay, um, what, no, what was okay. it? Uh,
1: Forever young. And so, so an uh, an oh. artist did uh, illustrations to Bob Dylan's "Forever Young." Oh,
0: <gasps> I remember that. And um, she's
1: she's only four right now, so she's not like reading on her own and stuff yet. Seven. But I. Oh. I look forward to like when she does read and be like, Hey, <laughs> Laura, read me, read me this book right here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So she will be introduced to Bob Dylan. She has been introduced to Bob Dylan, but she will, she will love him or may I'll just make her read it over and over and I'll read it to her too.
0: Oh man. How about you? That's cute. I didn't think about like that little. Mm-hmm. I automatically went to the secret garden. Ooh, good choice. Because it is like my favorite book. And um, yeah. And I think that I was kind of like, well, I think even like a younger kid could understand that it's all about um, for me, it's all about uh, finding places of hope, you know, even when it's not, yeah, when when it's not as easily visible, Mm -hmm. and and having something for your own, you know.
1: Yeah, that's very Uh, important.
0: Yeah, yeah. But what I really like about *Secret Garden*, I read it. I have a. Copy actually on my shelf. I don't have many books here, but I have a mm-hmm. copy of it on my shelf, um, because I have reread it many times. Um, yeah, hope. And then, uh, uh I don't know, standing up for what you believe in. Mm-hmm. I think these are both like good things, like for a child to like hear, you know? Yeah. So, although I think it may be weird, like I, Maybe stuff that a kid would be like, What, what the crap are they talking about in the moors and stuff? <laughs> I think, you know. Oh, also because Dickon is like one of my favorite characters that he just had the animals with him. He's like, You know, I can't handle it. I love my Mrs. Dr. Doolittle myself. I love Dickon. In fact, my Kindle's named Dickon because he's like my favorite literary Aww, character. That's okay. Yeah, I like that. I just. I've been, like, I, I was in love with him, you know? Like, I was like, oh, my God, I want to find a dick in. Like, I, but then, like, in reality, if I was in New York, and a guy just walked up to me with, like, a rat and a squirrel <laughs> and, like, a pigeon. <laughs> I'd be like, what? No. What are <laughs> no, you doing? get out. Go away. Go. Um, Cool. So that's I would, today.
1: Uh, I would also like to point out that tomorrow, yeah. um, in addition to being uh, Designing Women yes. anniversary, is Broadway but, Musicals Day, so I can repeat this morning. Like,
0: listen to it. Yes, and you are.
1: Sing one day more all the way to work. That's what I'm going to do tomorrow.
0: Do you have a favorite sound tr- or score? soundtrack? Um, or would you say top three?
1: Top three. Okay. Um,
0: Mamma Mia. Because yes. that's
1: like me and my mom. <laughs> saying, <laughs> uh,
0: huh? Do it. Two dope queens talking about Mamma Mia. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yes. like, why would you bring a bunch what? of children to see Mamma Mia? <laughs> they did not get it. Oh, uh, awesome. well. But yeah,
1: that's a good one. Of course, um, ad. Let's see. I... Rent? Rent, yes. Rent is very important in my entire life. Um, we used to, When the movie came out, they had the trailer on at the movie theater I worked at, and it would play, because there weren't a lot of ads on it, um, but it would play like every <laughs> two or three minutes. And mm-hmm. even the people who love me there got so sick of it, because I would stop every single time, as long as it wasn't a rush. I would stop and sing along with the trailer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah. and that's fine. I love you. <laughs> I love you more. Uh <laughs>
1: yeah. it's tough. Um I but, guess but I'd say
0: Dreamgirls.
1: probably either Dream Girls or Memphis because it's got that Oh yeah, um, right. That early rock and roll set well, Dream Girls is more the the Motown Barry Gordy sound and Memphis is more like like basically when uh, the people soul. of color invented rock and roll, and white yeah. people were like, no, no, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, either probably yeah. either one of those. Okay. How, how about you? Top three.
0: Oh, shit. No, I know. I don't have top three. No, I don't like Broadway don't. that much. <laughs> I mean, that's slightly accurate, actually. Uh, I would say Godspell, but actually, I like the movie more than the Broadway recording mm-hmm. because of Victor Garber. That is, Ooh, that was one of my first, yes. like, icons. Um, okay, so Godspell, because I know it very well and it's kind of funny. I'm in seminary now and I'm going to be a chaplain. Um, I think Chicago.
1: Ooh, I like that one
0: too. Yeah. And then. Uh, I think Rent as well. I have some Rent lyrics tattooed on me, not just because I love Rent, but because they sing they sing to my heart. So, yeah. yeah, I think so. But it's true. I'm not as big of a Show Tunes fan, which is funny because my parents love them. <laughs> I more like like the ones I like, and then like I don't really listen to stuff that often. Though, like I get in a mood, and then I'm like, okay, I'm gonna listen to this, and then otherwise, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't really integrate to my normal playlist or anything. It mm-hmm. seems, which is weird. I much more would have, like, a random um score from a movie that's instrumental, which yeah. seems odd. Well, those
1: are yeah. Well, there's a too. But also, like, <laughs> shout out to Hamilton, because I can't stop listening to that at all. Every
0: I week. feel so bad, because I don't know the Hamilton soundtrack. <laughs> People quote it. I've listened to it, and I love it. It's great. People yeah. quote it and you, like constantly. And I'm like, oh, what's that? And they're like, Hamilton. And I'm like, mm. oh, <laughs> <laughs> I tried like, cause I tried like hell to get tickets mm-hmm. while it was still the original cast. Right. And then when it started dropping, out, I was like, shit. <laughs> and I waited to really listen to it. Cause I was hoping I was legit going to get to go. I, I tried it, every, yeah. to do the lottery every single day mm-hmm. to do the lottery, to get tickets to go. And my friends were also trying to, we're all trying to, you know, they're, it's impossible to get tickets. Yeah. But, um, so I just kind of like waited and I didn't listen to the soundtrack that much because I was like, I'm going to listen to it live. And then mm-hmm. that happened. <laughs> so I just need to, well, I mean, I can still mm-hmm. obviously, but it's like, Lynn's not there anymore. Yeah. So that's sad to me, mm-hmm. but obviously there's, it's still an amazing cast, you know, Oh yeah. then I would definitely still see it. I just, uh, haven't listened to the soundtrack and I need to, and I'm a horrible person.
1: You're not, you're not a horrible
0: person. <laughs> I mean, I live like where so much Hamilton stuff is. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Like he went, he like lived where I live. So, we have like a deli nearby named after him and like streets and buildings and all that stuff, so it's mm-hmm. kind of funny. Okay, this has been such a digression <laughs> show. <This> is, <laughs> I mean, it's our anniversary show. It's my anniversary. Crazy, <laughs> crazy antics. It's not wait, our anniversary wait,
1: show. It's let's the see. Anniversary it's show.
0: Episode sixteen wait, is that 17. right?
1: Sixteen?
0: Seventeen. Oh, 17. Yay. I didn't change. Oh, I didn't change the um it still oh, says Reese's uh, friend on script. That's why I was like, maybe it's like a special number. No, it's just seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing special. Would you like to get into the episode?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Uh, think- do you want to do- read the stuff?
0: You got to eat dinner and shit. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna read um, this. Uh, the summary from TV Guide says. Season one, episode 17, Nashville Bound, uh, first aired, <clears throat> excuse me, March 16th, 1987. A so-called Nashville star maker, played by Michael Ross, discovers Charlene and, uh, okay, and Anthony rejects the advances of a football player's wife, uh, the football player's, Play is played by. Oh no, well, it's hard to say. <laughs> is played by Andre Rosie Brown. They also put James Ray as um, guest starring as Bud, um, Charlene's dad. And then, huh? They don't have her mom on here. That's weird. And I recognized her mom, didn't you?
1: Yeah, she. Well, she looked familiar. I didn't know what I knew her from, but she
0: looked familiar. Yeah,
1: that's weird. She's not credited.
0: No, wait, what was her mom name? Do I remember? It was uh, Bud.
1: Uh, oh, I, I, Ionnie? She is. Ronnie Claire.
0: She is, Edward. oh, 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 yes. The Waltons. The Waltons. That makes sense. Oh and man, know, so people, boy. yeah, people would have known her. And the Torkelsons. Oh man, the Torkelsons. I walked the torch, I walked the, sorry, I watched. <laughs> It was too many, it was a K in the Torkoal. Yeah. I watched the Torkoal since I used to pretend I was, she used to, she speaks to the man in the moon? Is that what she did? I, I know so. she sat on her, like, window mm-hmm. bench thing and talked, you know, at the end of the episode or something like that. A bit like, Closer explains it all, but not, no. Uh, and I wanted, like, I think it put in my mind that I wanted one of those, like, window seats,
1: mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, so I could,
0: those. speaks the man in the moon.
1: think so yeah I think
0: did he not have a dad I think like eight kids.
1: Right. Yeah I think that was that was the premise.
0: Is that what it was? And oh my God I just realized that like if (laughs) is it true if it's true that she didn't have like a dad and then she's talking to the man the moon is that what is that's going on there and that sounds really sad. That
1: is really sad.
0: It's like he's filling in for her dad yeah wow. that's what it's sure. a single mother of five <gasps> i never thought about like the and it's great we're doing like psychoanalytic is, readings yeah this is why you I'm, don't like, revisit oh, things shit right now yeah. <laughs> i know i know we don't think about this in our childhood and then yeah. oh my god and my two dads comes up here <laughs> when i went to imdb dads. yeah i went to imdb it's like people yeah. also liked <laughs> my yeah we two did dads and yeah, we in indiana and hey dude <laughs> hey dude <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, man. Yes. Oh, flash forward. I oh, always yeah. think about flash forward because I loved, um, Jewel State in that. When people like talk about Jewel State from like Firefly, I'm like, fuck you, fast flash forward. forward. <laughs> Her and Ben Foster being soups Canadian. Yep. <laughs> I uh, wish I could watch that because I remember the first time that I think a lot of the, that's probably why I like Toronto now, that like a lot of my childhood favorite shows were Canadian. Canadian. And like the child actors had the accent Mm -hmm. and I think it kind of went to my little brain. And so now when I hear the accent, I'm like, (laughs) which I didn't realize was a thing until I went to Toronto and everyone had it. (laughs) So, okay. This is woo. Okay. Episode.
1: um, um, Michael Ross is mostly a producer and he produces hot (laughs) Cleveland and and some other Did you
0: look up on Cleveland? Did you see that he's married to um, the woman from night court?
1: I did see that. Yeah. Marky Post.
0: Marky Post. There you go. can
1: I remember um, her name. I know her from. And Andre Rosie Brown, who plays Wendell, has been in a lot of things over the years. Um, yeah. Space Jam, Naked Gun, 33 and a half, different things like that. Um, and then we, as we looked up, uh, Ronnie Claire Edwards. Um, so <laughs> we start our episode in Sugar Breakers like we always do. Well, mostly. Mm -hmm. and Mary Jo is looking around for invoices because she knows they were around there somewhere (laughs) yesterday, and Uh she's, like, searching around on Charlene's desk, and she finds a note that says Charlene's parents are coming to visit. Uh And Suzanne says it's actually her whole family. It's going to be a regular hillbilly holiday. (laughs) Yep. Um, And she points out there's some kind of, like, Baptist convention or something, and they all took the bus up from Poplar Bluff. Uh Mm-hmm. And then Mary Jo makes a comment like, oh, man, that's, you know, she's got a big family. Where are they all going to stay? And Suzanne yeah. says, I don't ask questions like that. I don't want a hillbilly tent city on my lawn.
0: Oh, my God. Suzanne is like not heaven.
1: No. Like one yeah. after the other. Yeah. And then Mary Jo says, just because they're from the Ozarks doesn't mean they're uncivilized. Uh-huh. And Suzanne retorts, it's easy for you to say. You weren't tied to a tree in Deliverance.
0: Oh, my God. That is not right wrong that's it yeah. <laughs> I'm just not going to touch that we're going to go ahead I was going to make a joke and I don't uh, know whatever uh-huh. uh,
1: so Charlene comes in and she's very excited and I think yeah. it's it's funny that like this this scene kind of mirrors the scene from the last episode because in the last episode she came in super excited about what her psychic told her
0: yes right
1: and this this time she comes in and she's really excited again and she always does the you'll never believe what <laughs> happened Guess.
0: Yeah, I had like, I talked about it on Twitter. I was like, okay, this is a thing. Someone's Uh about to take Charlene for a ride. I'm kind of annoyed by it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. uh,
1: Mary Jo's like, oh, your whole family's coming to town. And she's like, yes, I'm so excited. But that's not it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so she starts
1: telling the story about how she was at a party and her friends who know she likes to sing started badgering her to sing a song and she usually uh-huh. doesn't like to do it unless her brother accompanies her on guitar but they kept badgering yeah. her, so she did she sang stand by your man a acapella by tammy oh
0: yeah and this
1: guy came up to her and basically just said he's gonna make her a big recording star and oh, she's geez. so excited and so the cute. amount of
0: people that's probably worked on right um, Horrible. And,
1: and they taught us in Leverage, you can never con an honest man. But <laughs> that's not true if you're a mean con man.
0: Woman. Yep. You can. Yep.
1: Um,
0: Although, I guess it, it kind of didn't work out. Spoilers, you know. Yeah. Maybe. Because he got yeah. a little
1: bit of a conscience. Because she was so sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Julia, like, just very deadpan, and you believe that? Like, uh-huh. not taking any of this as anything that's believable. Mm-hmm. And his name is Galen King, and he's a big recording producer from Nashville. And while this is going on, Anthony comes in, in my notes. Mm-hmm. Wearing, a best. Anthony. Anthony, <laughs> Wearing a vest. Anthony. Yeah, a vest, I had that. Wearing a vest, yep. Uh, uh, so this lady called and wondered where Anthony was. And Mary Jo asks him, did you deliver the sofa to, this, to uh, Felicia Mack? And yep. he said yes. But she was looking for him because she wanted him to have lunch with her. And apparently, she is the wife of the defensive tackle for the Atlanta Falcons, mm-hmm. and she answered the door naked, and he does not want to it. Like
0: that.
1: He's like, "Nope, Whoops. nope. I know your husband. He's a he's a very strong man. I don't want him part of this."
0: <laughs> yep.
1: And um, so, uh, Wendell Mack. Okay, so at this point, like Julia, Julia has she is done. She is mm-hmm. eight million percent done with all the mm-hmm. antics. That happen in Sugar Bakers. Yep. <laughs> and she says, I don't know why all of these things happen to you and Charlene. And Charlene's <laughs> like, Maybe like that doesn't happen to me. And then yeah. she points out that she's had she's been involved in nine automobile accidents and had a pet struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh man. And Julie points out that maybe she and Anthony bring these troubles on themselves. Rude. It was just rude. Uh, Charlene doesn't think that and she asks Mary Jo like Mary Jo do you think that's true and Mary Jo says well you were the only one who went to Furniture Mart and got uh, hijacked
0: what <laughs> what um,
1: so then Julia goes on a little bit of a tirade and uh, she said that Galen King is going to turn out to be another disaster and everything will become an uproar lifeboats will be brought out everyone will be screaming we're all going to die can I just point out how much I uh, resemble that remark? Like <laughs> the exaggeration. I, I yeah. aspire to that exaggeration because I yes. like to sarcastically blow everything way out of proportion. Uh, okay. Case in point earlier with the audio, it's like I could have crawled into the computer and fixed it myself. I like it. Um, so, yeah, I love it. Uh, but she says, um, just this once, when trouble knocks on our door, could we just tell trouble to fold it at the four corners and tell it to put it where the sun don't shine? Okay.
0: I love that. Oh, good job. And
1: as she's saying this, someone, thank you, is banging on the door. Yep. And Anthony opens it and it's Wendell Mack. It's pretty obvious who this character is. He was just talking about him. Uh And he says, okay, but you be the one to say it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This guy's big.
1: He's very large. I mean, I mean, like,
0: Anthony's not a little dude and this guy is big. Yeah.
1: This NFL player and um, he's looking for Anthony and then Julia just almost without missing a beat turns around and says, this is exactly what I was talking about. Anthony was sent out to deliver a sectional sofa and now there's going to be bloodshed.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: And, uh, so he, Wendell starts talking to Anthony and he says, I might be big, but I'm not dumb. Uh, I graduated the top 10% of my class and I'm smart enough to know when someone has insulted me and my wife. So basically Anthony finds out from this interaction that, uh, they live their lives separately. Wendell Mack and his wife, they do what they want. And all he does is make sure that she's satisfied and happy. Mm-hmm. And so he says that the next time Anthony comes to visit his wife.
0: that's So, ooh, all right. You better
1: figure out how to put a smile
0: on <laughs> her face. How he supposed to know that that's oh, his, that, that that he was allowed to sleep with this dude's wife? Like, come on, you.
1: Right. Wait, yeah, it's a, awkward. Like that is usually not okay. <laughs> no. And then he's you know because he's got this big gruff face on for Anthony, and then he tips his hat to the ladies on his way out. Very <laughs> <He buried> gently, <laughs> like. Uh, So now that we have dealt with the intro of this situation, now we must deal with Galen King, who comes in next, dressed like he's straight out of the Grand old Opry.
0: And this guy. I looked him up also when he was singing, because he sang well, he I did. thought. Yeah. And everyone was excited. And I was like, wait, is this like a real singer that I just don't know? And it's like a cool guest appearance or something? Mm-hmm. No, they just liked his singing. And he's an, obviously a producer, as we said. Yeah. But um yeah his outfit was really good <laughs> a lot going on there
1: yeah very cool and uh so at this point Julia's had it she nope. tells galen she's like please go ahead and do whatever you're gonna do and he says like what and she's like like cheat us rob us kill us just get it over with i don't care hmm. she's done yep yeah. <laughs> and then charlene asks if he found them okay did he find them
0: okay <laughs> this is sugar bakers is the capital of atlanta yeah so i put to i quoted <laughs> that i was like uh yeah it's sugar bakers Duh. at the center of atlanta everyone knows <laughs> yeah. how to get there <laughs> everybody knows how to get there
1: uh so he says that he's a he's an old georgia boy and atlanta is his turf so of course he knew i would hate
0: going. that if everyone knew how to get to me
1: you. oh my gosh can you imagine <laughs> people just like out. popping in all the time unannounced
0: well it doesn't happen as much but when i first moved here it did (laughs) so (laughs) you can't
1: imagine i cannot
0: (laughs) yeah you know like you'd be on the phone with me and someone would just just walk by like hey i just want to say hey i'm like okay (laughs) (laughs) living in sesame street okay continue (laughs)
1: uh so he comes back every year for a waylon jennings event at the Uh al adeco club is what I, I heard listen to it twice and I couldn't quite get it. But yeah, yeah. Uh, But Waylon and Galen get together again. It's very mm-hmm. catchy. Mm-hmm. Um. I also put, after all this time that we've introduced him, he has on a bolo tie every time I see bolo ties.
0: Uh, is ducky. this it's a bow tie?
1: It looked like a bolo tie. Maybe it wasn't, but it, when I was swinging I think it's around.
0: A weird, it's a weird almost bow tie. You're right. It is like a bolo, but it's not the skinny, skinny kind. Right.
1: Yeah, that was but only not like a
0: mm-hmm. It was, but yeah, it was, a, yeah, I guess for sake of, I don't know what-
1: Like what you what would actually
0: call it. a Bolo. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't know that's not- I had the same thought as why I bring that up, sorry.
1: Oh, no, 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 you're good. Um, And yeah. then, so they go around doing their introductions, and when he meets Suzanne, he asks if anyone has ever told her that she looks like Vivian Leigh. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's gone with the wind. Love it. And uh And she's just exasperated, and she's like- Sigh. Yes, I have.
0: I get that all the time. Like So cute.
1: Vivian Lee was hot. That's a compliment.
0: <laughs> oh God, she was gorgeous. Yes. Um, and, like, you know, famous Southern Belle. So there you go.
1: Yeah, yeah. Icon. Iconic. <clears throat> I was going to say <clears throat> iconic, and then I stopped, and it sounded weird. Okay. Um, so well, when he introduces himself to Anthony, he gives him a space shuttle keychain. And says yeah, he's on weird. the list to go up into space. So that's why he has...
0: A I thought this was a joke, but it's real. <laughs>
1: no, but he's, like, actually trying to convince them he's going to be an astronaut. So strange. Um, at this point in my notes, it says Anthony is like Tribeca, unimpressed with this man ah, and his shenanigans. Yep. Um, so they bring up the whole thing about, you know, he's going to be her manager. Like, how much is this going to cost? And mm-hmm. he says, you know, he's not going to lie. It's going to be a little bit of money up front.
0: $2,000. Is that really how it works with managers for I stuff? Like, maybe you have to know. buy time in the studio, but, like, don't they get paid when you get paid?
1: I feel like, yeah. Like, yeah. their pay is, like, a commission or a percentage of what you make. Yeah. Um.
0: So they got to get you the jobs first. I don't know how yeah. it works in the music business at all. Oh, I don't either. Um, yeah.
1: but for $2,000, she can get a couple of songs and, uh, get gigs in a couple of clubs with local talent.
0: Mm-hmm. Which
1: to me means like basically opening for somebody who's local. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mary Jo's face calls bullshit. Yep. He's also going to give it her one no real demo tape, though. I
0: mean, uh, it is. was really awkward to just sit in. Well, not, I wasn't sitting in the living room, but to just be in this living room with everyone, like he just keeps talking, and people are getting more and more annoyed with him. Yeah. And I just, I had like secondhand embarrassment, awkwardness, something which I don't get very easily. It was just kind of weird.
1: Yeah, like this weird awkward because no one's buying it, but then Charlene is just sitting there with a smile on her face. Yeah, so it's sad too. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and he says he'll even waive his management fee until she gets big.
0: Management fee?
1: Yeah. Like, no, okay. no one's
0: okay. I guess a manager is different from an agent. I only know a little bit about the acting part of it. <laughs> I don't know music. I won't want to be in the music business whatsoever. Nope, 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 nope. No. So... Yeah, probably it's probably shitty like this, and that's why <laughs> it's like you have to pay all this money up front and have a manager move all this stuff. I don't even know. Ugh, no. Um,
1: and then he um he sings a little bit of a song. Um, yeah, it's at this moment by Billy Vera or something like that. Um, oh, okay. It. It's a good song. Uh, I like it. But, yeah, he sings, and then Charlene tells him he should sing, and he says, um, ah. he's not a star, he's a star maker. Bleh. And he says that she's got it, that undefinable spark that reaches out and grabs you, like Dolly Parton or Loretta Lynn, all the greats. And mm-hmm. then he he points out he's he's going to give it his best shot, mm-hmm. which could mean anything. <laughs> and then he says if he does not yeah. if he's not successful, he hopes he gets struck by lightning. And then we end the scene right. with Mary Jo saying, well, you get your wish. Her dog was struck by lightning. Yep. Um, so the next day, um, Mary Jo is talking about uh, Charlene and how she's always giving everyone the benefit of the doubt. And then she points out how she's like the women in the National Enquirer who don't know they're pregnant.
0: <laughs> this was hilarious i made a gif
1: of this <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah. one day oh they're just gosh. sitting around sipping Which, on a soda or something
1: and all of a sudden they look down and say my stars did you look at that i just had a
0: baby that's wow oh my god that is so funny um oh.
1: and then anthony comes in and they're still talking about all this and suzanne says Anthony, you're an expert on low life and con men. <laughs> Tell me. Do you think there's any chances Galen could be on the up and up? Nope. And then I don't know this commercial, but I'm going to try to find it. Um okay. and share it in the show notes. But Anthony says, Do you remember that fertilizer commercial where some dude skied down the Bandini Mountain? Yeah. The guy is the Jean Claude Keller of Bandini Mountain, which is basically just saying like it's bullshit. Um
0: I really didn't get that one. Well, I've, I've never seen that it.
1: commercial, so I'm gonna try to find it. Maybe it'll make more sense if we were. Yeah. Um. So, but Anthony is there because he has to go pick up the furniture that Felicia is returning. And he said, "Why do you think I'm wearing my jeans with a double lock zipper?"
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, he wasn't wearing a vest in the first scene. It was in this scene. It was, he was se- vest. Oh, Okay.
1: Um, yeah. So next, Charlene and Galen come in. Um, and she's got on these cowboy boots. And she's like, they got these these fancy Tony Lama boots for 50% off if you want any. And in unison, all of them say, no, thank you. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: And she bought Galen a rhinestone uh, tie clip. Yes. And uh, Julia is like trying to tell her that, you know, he's, he's milking her for whatever he can get. Yeah. Suzanne doesn't know why she's so obsessed with this whole being a singer thing. And this part like actually like teared up on. And cause she starts by saying that, you know, she being the oldest of so many kids and her mom mm-hmm. having so many kids, like sometimes she used to just get in the car and drive all the way to the Grand Ole Opry by herself to get away from the kids for a little while. Yeah. And yeah. she's the oldest of 11 children and she kind of feels responsible for the little ones. And um, she tells this story about when she went with her dad to get a loan for their business one time and mm-hmm. the manager made them wait for over two hours. And finally, he stood up and said, I'm sorry, I don't know how we could possibly secure a loan for a man who can't keep his children in shoes. And she said she remembered looking down and Robert, (sighs) her brother, had a big hole in the sole of his shoes and he had stuck newspaper in it. And she said, I'll never forget that headline. It said Nixon resigns. Um, (laughs) But uh, her dad, his response was... um, that each one of his kids will grow up just to do a little bit better than him and if any of them have half the kids that he's had they'll be 66 strong and you just turned down half the town they still didn't get the loan, and she yeah. said she vowed someday she'd make her daddy so proud he'd never have to hold his hat in his hand again and she gets really weepy uh-huh. I got really teary eyed watching that
0: aww very well annoying. I think you're you're a daughter like that that's aww. probably why it probably went straight to your little heartstrings. You're like, well, I would do that for my parents, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 <clears throat> I'm not. I'm a bitch. I don't care. No, you're <laughs> not. You're the best. So Sorry. We're getting like it. It.
1: Um, So it just kind of, like, fades out on that. And then uh, Julia's hosting Charlene's entire family for the evening, which is 27 people. And... um. They come in, and the introductions are very Southern and very sweet. And um her dad says, when you ask us over, it's more than a social event. It's a commitment. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo says, it's more than that. It's a Barbara Mandrell Christmas special.
0: <laughs> and yes.
1: He that looks,
0: was a lot of people.
1: It was so, so many people on that set. I, oh, goodness. And then uh, he looks to Suzanne, and he says, now, you're the one calling us hillbillies, right? Uh-huh. And, um, you know, there's like a little kind of an awkward moment where you're like oh what's he gonna say and then Charlie like oh daddy loves being called hillbilly <laughs> and okay so I'd like to point out that the little the, the baby of the family Harold Thomas says he has to go to the bathroom uh, it, yeah and his mom says we're not gonna start that we've seen the inside of every Stucky's between here and Poplar Bluff mm-hmm. and my parents used to stop at Stucky's when my brother was little for a bathroom break like oh, this funny. is before it I was is- born
0: when he was really little. Ducky is a restaurant or a gas station? Yeah, what is I think it, it's. Uh, let's see.
1: Um, it's a restaurant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's some. It's just like, a, I guess it is a chain. Um. Ooh, found in 1937. Oh, it's a roadside uh-huh. convenience store chain
0: found on highways. Oh, I'm, oh, yeah, I remember I've seen signs. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah.
1: And so they used to stop at like it was an event. Like they always used to stop at Stuckey's. And so I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I know that.
0: That's um, so cute." It's like then, how I feel about yes. sheets.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. So they didn't did introduce in North Carolina. That's bad.
0: Do it. Did I have sheets? I was re- oh, sorry. I just had a side <laughs> note that I don't think I went to sheets when I was in the South, but I can't remember now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, no, that's
1: okay. And so they they make a joke about all the kids, and the dad said, "You know, we wouldn't have had so many, but it took us the first six before we figured out what was causing it."
0: <laughs> that is not right. And the
1: mom's like, "No, I just I just love babies."
0: Um, well, so, you can see where Charlene gets it from with her mom.
1: Yeah, you really can. Mm-hmm. All right, so here we go. Marlene, Harlene, and Darlene are her sisters. Uh, Joe is Darlene's husband, and their kids: Joe Jr., Becky, and Dawn. Dennis uh-huh. is Harlene's husband, and their kids Mindy and Danny, Jess and Edward. Please
0: tell me how to pause to get all this down.
1: Oh yeah, no, it, it took a little. Okay, while. okay, I was like, uh, Then whole- there are the brothers: Frank, Dwayne, Odell, Robert, Virgil, and Billy Hugh. Then there's Velma, who's Frank's wife. She's expecting. Then there's Emily, Dwayne's wife, also expecting. Then there's Margaret Ann, Dwayne Jr. Their kids. Then there's Cynthia, Robert's wife and then Beaufort, Brenda, and Bobby Ray, their kids, and the baby Harold Thomas. Yep. That is a lot of people. And that took a while to write. Okay. Uh, so she said she has to go run to meet Galen at the club, um, and then her dad says, if you get an encore, you better sing something, You and my mom and your mama can dance too. I was like, that's cute. Uh-huh. Uh, mm-hmm. So, she turns around and tells Anthony there's a Ferrari out front and Wendell Max in it. And then Suzanne says, "Did you do something to his wife again?" And Anthony says, yeah, "I didn't do anything to uh, his wife. That's probably what? why he's here." The problem. <laughs>
0: One that Anthony.
1: Yep. And then he comes back in and says that you know he insulted his wife, and he's starting to get mad again. Oh, and gosh. then Anthony is perfect. So are you just completely uncouth or what? Can't you see we're having a family reunion here? These are my parents for crying out loud. This is my favorite scene says, <laughs> ever. And these I'm, are my brothers.
0: Now I'm like, yes. I, I just it. call
1: them Bubba. They go crazy if anyone tries no. to hurt me. Ugh, oh, I love it. Like, Is this so a good. joke? And he said, no, it's not. My mama died when I was two, and these good people adopted me. And then he introduces all of them in the exact order that Charlene did, and he doesn't miss a beat. It's mm. perfect. <laughs> mm. And Wendell's just kind of like, what?
0: I put it on Twitter because oh, I couldn't good. find it singing. And then I was like, oh, yeah, And I think I had someone else had played it recently or it, it was recent in my mind. But, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Okay, continue.
1: Oh, no, you're fine. And then he says that, you know, he invites him in for a glass of punch. And uh, <laughs> he's like, that is of if it's OK with mom and dad. And then Charlene's dad says, that's up to you, son. Oh, so cute. And then Wendell says that he didn't mean to bust up the party and he'll see himself out. And, uh, so Julia says, that was very impressive. And then Anthony says, I've skied Bandini Mountain a few times myself.
0: <laughs> oh, I need to understand this reference. <laughs> I know. <So> he's well versed <laughs> in You are bullshit. a wizard. You're going to find it. Yeah. I'm try. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so they get to the club and
1: Charlene's there, but there's no one else there. Um, this place is actually closed
0: for remodeling. She's just sitting in her beautiful outfit, in her beautiful the outfit. The table. By herself. I'm oh. sorry, interrupted. It, it oh. is. It is going to be ah, re- remodeled. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, that's at. the reaction. Really sigh about this whole situation.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she has to tell. He Galen never showed up, and now she has to tell her dad that she gave him several thousand dollars because she believed he was sincere. Several
0: thousand. He repeats it over and over and over. Yeah. giving the earlier story this makes a lot of sense about how upsetting that could be
1: Mm -hmm. and then uh, her mom points out that like she's so trusting and she invited everyone for dinner in for supper when she was little who came to the (coughs) door Mm -hmm. and then poor Charlie and she's feeling so bad for herself and she says you know Julia's right I shouldn't be able to date men drive cars or be around lightning Mm -hmm. and then Galen shows up and he says he got, you know, halfway out of town and he turned around because she's the only person who ever like, believed him and was like, sincere. And so he's brought back all of her money, minus the $700 that they spent, I guess, on,
0: on the, the boots tape. and the
1: outfit and the everything else.
0: Did he not record a tape? Oh, maybe he did. Maybe they didn't, oh. yeah. I
1: don't know. Okay. Um, so he says she's the first person who's ever took him completely on faith. And he said on the way out of town, he heard the voice of Jimmy Swaggart, personal friend of mine, in his ear.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then he speaks very biblical. When, like, how Jimmy Swaggart told him to go back and and give this woman her money back. Yeah. And then he tells her that, you know, you have to stop being this way. Somebody's going to take advantage of you. He's already done that.
0: Yeah, that's weird. And she looks at her
1: money and realizes that she's $200 short. On top of the $700. <sighs> and then he tries to start conning her again. Hate him. And luckily this time she tells him to get out.
0: Like, can this be like the last time this happens? Is Please. this just going to be a thing? We've had enough. I'm, yeah. And I know it's <sighs> the- It's nice at this time her heart kind of turned around. But how many times do you have to be like hammered? yeah over the head that's not the saying but <laughs> <Right>. no, <it's, laughs> how many yeah, times but... does someone have to be like a dick to charlene but then her wonderful heart saves her and people are like oh it's just you're just so wonderful or like the women say someone says i'm like okay great i'm about done with nice people <laughs> being treated like poop yeah
1: be how about that all over
0: yeah and it doesn't matter if like if, if they redeem themselves in the end or just like people realize oh but she's so wonderful okay we get it Yeah. Stop having horrible things happen.
1: Stop having the same thing happen with different people over and over.
0: Yeah, but okay, look, it works out because Julia's like,
1: "Oh yeah," because the owner comes out and he says he's gonna have to close up, like they're closed. Mm -hmm. And then Julia asks him how much to rent the place out for the evening, or and he's, you know, she's like, "Well, I don't really have any drinks or anything," and she's like, "No, we just want the stage," and um, tells him to put it on her tab. (sighs) Yeah. And then Charlene sings When I Dream by Crystal Gale. And mm-hmm. it's very pretty. And she sings for all of her family because she points out that
0: all of her I family I thought it was beautiful. There. I loved it. Yes. And she specifically says, I love you, Mama. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, sweet. Ugh.
1: so it ended well, but went through a lot to get there. <sighs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am done with people attacking Charlene, as you can see. I think it's cause I also, I just, i maybe I, uh, identify, I can, the word I was supposed to associate, identify too much with this. Or my friends who are very nice being like totally taken advantage of and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. That's the episode. That's the episode. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Did she you got of favorite a paper? Oh No, you got to say it first. Because <laughs> I have a few, so I don't want to pick the same as you. Okay. Um, so I'll let I think, you say yours first. Yeah, there's a bunch of good ones in this episode.
1: I think I'm going to go with Galen's outfit, like when we first meet. Oh,
0: him. I'm so glad you did. I knew you were going to do that. I had a feeling.
1: Because when, like, yeah. he makes an entrance and, you know, he's played up. And I mean, he's a con man, so mm-hmm. he's very over the top with it. And he. You almost see like he's got this this idea of playing this part, and like the people that he will be able to swindle will believe it. Um so I mean he just it looks like something out of the grand old Opry in like the seventies or the eighties with the the weird tie that we talked about and the
0: So good. There's a lot Java going mood. on.
1: He's got a lot going on. He's got the hair, the mullet hair, oh, whatever. Yeah. It's, it's just, so good. It comes together pretty well. Yeah. How about you?
0: Um, oh, okay. Well, since you picked that, can I pick Charlene's yes. outfit? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm glad we're with so much. Yeah. I mean, there's, I actually also want a little shout out to, um, Julia's outfit in the beginning that it was very eighties. It's like an asymmetrical, like, shirt. Her mm-hmm. hair is, like, half flipped back. She has glasses that are, like, the size of her face. Yes. And, uh, there's a lot going on there, but in the belt. But yeah, Charlene, like, she looks like someone who dreamed of, like, being a singer mm-hmm. you know she's got the tassels. she's got the the it's beautiful this blue the gold it's it's everything it's funny because throughout the episode i actually noticed that she was getting a little bit more like there was one of the shirts that she wore that kind of was reminiscent of like the what country western singers it mm-hmm. had like something at the top you know yeah. and i was like oh she's kind of getting into it all right and then at the end you're like you can tell this is her like dream. And it's so sweet because I have had to uh sing myself in front of people and uh, by myself. And I remember it was just ridiculous. I just thought about this, that I picked out my outfits. And it was so funny, the ones I went with. <laughs> but so I kind of was thinking about that Aww. when she picked this, like, why did I end up picking like that versus this? And it was never that like fancy or anything necessarily. Um But uh yeah, so there we go. Good choice. Is that it? That's your, uh, that's our episode. Just remember that we're going to be posting how to uh, win those mm-hmm. prizes and posting links uh, to the store of stuff that Leslie has created, and it's amazing. And I'm going to be buying stuff myself. <laughs> sure. Yeah, very excited. That's kind of cool that this is an option now. 2016. Yeah. I know it's not new. I know it's not new, but I mean, but that we can. Yeah.
1: So yeah, just right. us out on the, uh, the social media, our uh-huh. official site, and on iTunes we are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers, but on uh most everything else, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest, we are Sugar Baker Girls. If you like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes. It does help.
0: It does. Uh thanks for listening, guys. Yeah.
1: Thanks. We'll talk to you next week.
0: Yeah. Bye. Bye. bye.
1: Uh, by the way, if I haven't said it already, uh, you make this day so much better. Like, Look, already just talking to you, I feel a lot Look. better. Look,
0: fuck you. <laughs>